Welcome to Blooming, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings, navigating how to grow up. I'm Tessa. And I'm Britt. And we'll be your co-hosts. This week we are bringing you an In Bloom episode with a special guest who will be talking to us about a concept called personal time zones. Personal time zones isn't something I'm familiar with and so I'm so excited for this chat. And of course, our adulting wins and fails and adulting 101 resources. But firstly, Britt, how was your week? Well, you'll all be happy to know that I haven't had another gym disaster this week. Definitely learnt my lesson and have been triple checking, triple checking my bag, at least for now anyway. Yeah, I know how long's that going to last. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, my week's been pretty standard. Um, Lockie's footy went back, so now I go back to not having a weekend because I go watch him play footy. You're such a supportive girlfriend though, going to watch him play footy. I couldn't think of anything worse. Actually, it was Nala's first game watching him. Cute. Yeah, that was actually pretty fun to take her to. Oh my gosh, can you put her in like a little jersey? (laughs) I don't think they make jerseys that small, but I could give it a go. That would be so Mm. cute. You could like surprise Lucky with it. Maybe that's like a new merch item. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. But what about you? How's your week? My week has been good, except I've been a bit down and out with a cold, which has been so annoying. So it's been a relatively quiet week with lots of rest. So I feel like I'm like at the very, very end of it. So if I sound a little bit husky, I'm going for like that sexy husky, not <laughs> sick husky vibes. Um, but yeah, and then on the weekend, I went to a long lunch for endo with my mum and my sister. And so for those who don't know, March is endometriosis awareness month. And so it was at the Carlisle and we actually were supposed to go last year. So our tickets are from last year, but then COVID happened in March last year. Yeah. Like I remember when you were telling me about this last year um, and being super excited to go, but then like the first Brisbane lockdown happened and you're cut. So that's awesome that you finally got to go and with your mum and sister as well. Wait, who were the guest speakers again? So yeah, lots of really like interesting speakers and guests. And um, one in particular that stood out is actually my gynecologist. She was there speaking. And so her name's Dr. Peter Wright. And I've talked about her before. Like she's so amazing and so good at what she does. And um, yeah, she's like a specialist in all things like women's health and care and has really like detailed experience and knowledge on endometriosis in particular so while a lot of the stuff she spoke about she's spoken with me about it was really good to like see it in such like a public forum Hmm. all right now it's time for our adulting wins and adulting fails from the week tessa did you have a wine or a win or fail (laughs) this week (laughs) do you have wine on your mind brit (laughs) i do i definitely have wine just kidding. I hate wine. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously mine's a fail, <laughs> um, but a very wholesome fail. So when I'm sick, which I mentioned, I have been a little bit this week or have had like a bad day or just like have a lot on, I can be very sucky and very needy. And it's like most people would assume that that would be with JJ, <laughs> but nope, it's with my mom. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe mom and I have like an oddly close relationship, but anyway, my Nothing fail. wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, but my fail is that uh, this week I had a 
um, well, I was probably getting sick, which is probably why I was like feeling a bit like needy and sucky, but I didn't realize it yet. And then anyway, I'd had like a really big day of adulting. So I made mum get into bed with me while I fell asleep, just like talk to me and then just like sit with me like I'm such a baby. But also this happens way more often than I'd like to admit. Like we just go and get into, we've just always gone and gotten into each other's beds like my whole life. That sounds so Um, sweet. It is really sweet. It is, but I'm also like, it's kind of a fail because I'm 26 and we'll be moving out soon and like how am I gonna cope lol without mom like what am I gonna do yeah I'll have to be like go and get into bed with JJ but I'll already be in bed with JJ and it's just not the same I don't think that's a fail I think you can have that special mom and daughter time like at any time in your life but maybe the solution with you moving out is like facetiming in bed like you could yeah but it's like what usually when she's asleep so I don't want to wake her up (laughs) (laughs) sleep next to me on FaceTime I'll just like drive back to home and be (laughs) like hey and like just get into bed with her and she'll be like what the hell are you doing (laughs) here and I'll be like surprise (laughs) (laughs) um but what did you have win or fail um okay so I have something to put to our buds and that was a deep sigh I Okay, I work in like a, a corporate business kind of environment, so I'm wearing like co- corporate clothes. And I I don't know if this is just me, but like I never learned how to like tuck shirts like properly. What do you mean? Is there a proper way? Well, when you have like long button-ups or long shirt or like blouses and stuff that you need to tuck into pants. Yeah, you can't just like shove it in and yeah, like pull it, it out bad. a little bit? No, not especially with like, for example, I'm wearing one and there's – all this extra material at the back and I I even okay, so I Googled I YouTubed it. I tried like how to, to tuck a shirt. Yeah, I literally typed in like how to tuck button up properly and I watched a few videos and none of them were helpful. So I'm wondering like if it's just me or if there's like some trick to tuck because I have seen so many ladies, like colleagues and people in the workplace, and their shirt looks pristine. You should ask them. Well, okay. You like to avoid. <laughs> how did you, excuse me, I, I <laughs> how did you tuck your shirt? Yeah, I work with some high up people. I don't really like want to yeah, pull them aside and be like, hello, I'm nobody, but give me your time. I'm going to like <laughs> maybe suggest something coming from a standpoint that I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about and I'm no way a professional. Go ahead. Maybe it's the level of starch in the clothes. Like doesn't starch make things crisper? Like when you iron it with starch or something yeah but these are like blouses and like yeah. soft things I, I really pulled that out of the <laughs> air so <laughs> maybe that does work in some cases but yeah I if the if any of our buds have some tips on this please let me know please slide into the at blooming.podcast instagram dms and tell me because yeah I just every time it looks too bunched up and like I've you know wearing my mother's clothes and I'm a child <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> I don't have to wear like corporate clothes very often so I don't have this problem (laughs) yeah well it's a bit of fair fail for me because I look so silly (laughs) well I've never noticed that you look silly so cannot adult with the shirts but something that I did want to mention um as well so I got this new shirt and it's a button-up and I tucked it in I wore wore it to work and this lady in my office was like I really like the color of your top and the top that I was wearing was white and, and I was t- like and I, well and I had was like sitting at my desk and I was like 
Thanks. It's white though. Um, she wasn't talking oh to my me. Gosh, no. <laughs> Obviously, it's white. <laughs> You're just too busy thinking about how awesome your new <laughs> shirt is. I was like, she must be talking to me because I'm wearing a new shirt. <laughs> she definitely wasn't, and it was super embarrassing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's. <laughs> what was the color of the shirt in question? Like a really cool color. Like I should have known. It was like a very unique, like reddy orangey, bright color. The only one in the office at that day, like wearing a bright color. And there's you so thinking, oh my gosh, my white is so on fleek. <laughs> <laughs> this week we are talking to Anissa Chorvat about how her plans were thrown out the door due to COVID and how she practices self-worth and self-compassion during disorienting times in her life. In this chat, we discuss a concept Anissa calls personal time zones and how this particularly impacts life in your 20s. But firstly, welcome. Thank you for being here today. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Okay, so a little bit of background. Anissa is 26 and currently studying and working at an art gallery. Anissa and I used to work together at a health food slash juice bar when we were studying at uni. I was Anissa's, like, I'm going to call it, I was your boss for a bit there. You were my manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to drop that in. <laughs> um, so I loved annoying her and giving her, like, all of the annoying jobs to do, which she took like a champ, <laughs> not to mention me constantly mispronouncing her name. But to be fair, she didn't actually correct me for the first, like, year of working together. So the mispronunciation was, like, ingrained into my brain. Like, one day you were just like, you know, it's actually Anissa. And I'm just like, what? I've been calling you Anissa this whole time. But all, like, the management and the boss, like, <laughs> called me that, even though, I, like, I corrected them. Yeah, so to be, to they be kept fair, saying when I read way. it the first time, I assumed it was Anissa. So it's that fine. was on all of us. I'm probably going to miss it. I don't even get offended at this point, honestly. <laughs> okay, so my graduation, I'm just going to talk about me for a second here. I'm doing your interview. But out of all of the names of like the graduating class of whatever it was at uni, like a lot of international students, everything, she mispronounced my name, Tessa Charters. She mispronounced <laughs> How did my she name. Pronounce it? I don't even know. It was like Tisa. Carters. <laughs> I was like, out of all of the names you had to pronounce name. today, <laughs> mine's the one you got wrong. Okay. I think I prefer Tisa Carters. <laughs> That's my alias from now on. <laughs> but in all seriousness, we used to somehow have a blast being under the pump during the lunch hour rush and have continued to keep in touch long after working together. Also, just to give you a bit of context of Anissa's personality, you know that one friend that prefers to communicate via voice messages? <laughs> well, that's Anissa. We all have one of those. <laughs> I, like, don't have one of those. You're the first person who I'd ever heard what? of doing that. Oh, my yeah. God, it's because I'm so lazy. I hate typing. That's what it is. It's not even, like... It's usually, like... Okay, so my other friend that does it is <laughs> the one that lives in Italy. So I feel like maybe it's more common in, like, other countries. Yeah, I found out that yeah. Lucy, who lives in London does it now yeah so yeah, you hate international yeah, woman yeah. you are yeah, ahead of my time <laughs> see you hate um typing I hate talking okay well I'm a podcast host <laughs> 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 yeah it's just like any any mode video voice memo yes. I feel so sorry for all of my friends but you know 
whatever. I used to receive like Snapchats that just took minutes and minutes to get through and I'd be like, oh my God, bad timing. Like I've opened this on the bus, but now I can't like, you know, Snapchats just disappear. So I was like, oh God, dedicate. All those memes that are like, I just, everyone tags me in all of that stuff. Like all those memes, like multiple people on the one post. And I'm just like, this is humiliating, but this is my brand and I'm just going to run with it. I love that. (laughs) Okay. So let's jump into the questions. We're going to ask you the first question we asked all of our in bloom guests and that is drum roll please what is an adulting win or fail you've had this week um i think it's both i've just started back i've started back at uni and i just never really studied in my first degree like my undergrad so now i'm like actually trying to do that now um you say that in the first week though i feel like everyone always goes into <laughs> we'll the first see. week i didn't like, even the undergrad this. i didn't even bother like i just don't think i'd go the first like how did i pass my first degree anyway <laughs> i um have come up with a, a study technique that actually works so oh. it's called the this is when i expose myself it's called the anime doro. So it's like Pomodoro. Mm. You know what Pomodoro Absolutely technique is? not, no. Oh, I thought it was really – everyone knew about it. It's just like <laughs> – Maybe we just don't. Maybe we're the odd ones out. <laughs> it's just like the – I think it's like the tomato technique. I don't even know. But um, What? I don't know. Pomodoro – I don't know. I it sounds like a type Google of just tomato Google sauce, it. actually. Pomodoro is like tomato in Italian what's or something. The, what's, it, what's the word? Pomodoro. P-O-M-O-D. Oh. You're like really interesting. <laughs> we actually got Anisa in here to give us the spelling. Yeah, spelling bee. Um, Pomodoro technique. The technique uses a timer to break down work into intervals, traditionally 25 minutes in mm. length, separated by short breaks. Okay, so time blocking. Okay, elaborate. Yes, time blocking. But so <laughs> that one never worked for me. And then I came across this one on YouTube called Anime Doro, which is basically. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like like anime like films or something. It's so embarrassing. But you just you work for like forty five minutes to an hour, depending on what type of like work that you're doing and how long that's gonna typically take. And then after that you watch an anime episode which is Oh it is usually, anime. It's usually always twenty minutes long if you skip the intro on the end. Oh my god, is this kind of like a memory thing so that you associate the content that you've just tried to learn with the anime? No, it's oh. just so that I <laughs> it's so I've got something to look forward to. Like a brain because break. <laughs> I feel you like the like Pomodoro. Anime? Yeah, like Brittany, please don't okay. explain. But yeah, let's I do. not like judge anyone. It's a safe <laughs> no, space. Anime is you. fine. Oh my god, I'm a really big loser. I thought that was so obvious. <laughs> no, um, I just feel like with Pomodoro, you're only working for like 25 minutes, and it takes like a while to get into things, and then you've got a five minute break. And what can you really do in five minutes? Whereas if it's like anime, it's like 20 minutes. It's timed, and then that's done. And then you're like, oh, I want to watch the next episode, so I've got to get through the rest of the work. Right. So I've started doing that, and it's working. It's, working. it's a reward system. My fail system. was I was meant to study for the last two days, and I didn't do it. So that's my fail. So, so that week one going strong. Oh, my God, no, I'm on week three now. <laughs> oh. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you found something that works for you now. Yeah. If I liked anime, I would totally try it. I just never really tried it. No, you can, it. you can sub it out with, like, an episode of New Girl or whatever, like those short – really yeah, the short kind of like. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on. Can you talk us through a bit of what your plans in your 20s were looking like pre-COVID? Uh, so I was planning on moving to London in 2020. Um, 
and that just didn't happen because the world went into lockdown. Um, yeah. We particularly wanted to interview you because we just interviewed someone who moved to London like just before. Was she'd been there for like a year or something before yeah, COVID? Yeah, I think she moved 2018, but 2018. yeah, she like chose to stay during COVID. COVID. Yeah. So I think and this she's back will now. Be, no, no, she's oh, still there. You did yeah. it remotely. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we are tech <laughs> geniuses. <laughs> Look at us go, unstoppable. Yeah. You're like, why couldn't I just FaceTime in? <laughs> no, we just flew to London for a quick interview and back. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I was just meant to move to London and um, it's like just how, start my yeah, life there, how basically. How close were you to moving? Uh, well, like, ideally, I would have moved in March 2020, but my bank account said no. Um, and also <laughs> the whole world said no in March. <laughs> Yeah, that too. And then I thought, okay, maybe later in the year. And then it just like kept disappearing. And I was like, okay. And I just saved um, in the meantime. And then I thought for sure, March 2021. Um, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, just watching my dreams slip away. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. But also probably really relatable, like how many people's plans just got like. Yeah. I mean, when COVID hit, that would have been incredibly disappointing to not be going to London like you'd planned mm. having all those plans thrown out the window how have you been managing this um I guess initially I just watched a lot of TikTok <laughs> <laughs> like seven hours at a time um how good is TikTok though oh, so good. everyone like shits on it can I swear yeah yeah, yeah okay <laughs> everyone shits all over it and I'm like it's so genuinely funny like I just don't care like I cry laugh in my bed at like two in the morning so <laughs> it's literally like such a time warp like you open the app for yeah. like oh just watch like a few videos and then like, you look up and it's like seven hours later like, stepping into the wardrobe of Narnia and you're just like it what's is. time I just couldn't. but then again what is time anymore truly <laughs> I, like, I never yeah. know what day it is half the time okay I'm gonna admit to something that's like very embarrassing but I've gotten in a really bad habit of taking my phone into the shower and oh, watching TikToks in the shower. Have you been doing I that? I do. I've had my. I always Guys, take the water saving. No. What the hell? Well, oh no! I prop mine up, yeah, but I've always like, taken my phone into the shower. Like I clearly have a phone. Okay, living on I the didn't edge. do that. But I, I've not always taken it. It's only been a new TikTok thing. But I still do my shower routine. Like I don't increase the length of my showers because of but the TikTok. But how are you like washing yourself if the hand is holding the phone? Um, I'm very talented. I like, yeah, like prop it's it up on the thing. It's called adapting, Okay, I just feel like that's not time efficient. Maybe give it a go. And you well, are single womanly we are like using <laughs> Queensland's resources of water. No, what I think is bad about this, right, is I like realise that like really in the shower is the only time that I have to switch off and just be alone with my thoughts. And now I've taken <laughs> no, that like, time nah. away. I'm like, nah, I don't want to be alone with my thoughts ever. Give me TikTok. Yeah, you're just like... You're just stuck in a trance. It's really hard to like snap. I had to turn off all notifications for that app because I was like, no way. I had TikTok and I deleted it for this reason because I actually I lost all of my free time. Mm, yeah, I should probably delete it too. But I find too much just joy. Work through it. You know, I yeah. was really bad in the beginning. And then you just think, okay, I know every time I open that app that I'm not going to do anything for the next like four to six hours like I just know that so I have to be like block out that time I in your study? calendar or like sometimes just is so necessary to like you know stop hating life so much um or just like get a bit of a serotonin boost escape, that sounded escape. really depressing <laughs> yeah, it's true escapism. it is okay so other than TikTok what else have you been doing Oh, um, you're like only TikTok. That's, that's what do you it mean? exclusively. <laughs> um, I didn't know I had to prepare another part of the <laughs> 
Uh, I've been reading a lot again. I used to read a lot when I was like a child and in high school and then I guess life just took over. So yeah. I just started reading a lot again and trying to like upskill um, and then it got to the point where I was like, okay, I need to figure out like what I'm going to do in mm. the interim because I need a plan B. Mm, I just, yeah. you just, there's no certainty as to when I can move forward with my plans I suppose so I have to do something so I don't waste time in in the interim yeah right so it's like a lot of finding ways to like escape reality like reading and TikTok and stuff yeah yeah <laughs> so I mean you touched on it a bit then but how do you feel like having lost this control and being left in like limbo land because it's not a nice feeling to to have yeah it's been incredibly frustrating and I've definitely gone through I guess like all stages of grief um I was like yeah very angry and frustrated in the beginning and then just like really sad and then now I'm like acceptance (laughs) um yeah I've just had like several existential crises like all yeah just constantly I'm just like what am I doing yeah I mean like that's your 20s right but with an extra (laughs) added layer yeah I still feel like that (laughs) oh yeah I have existential how do you say it Existential. I have ex. Exits. Oh, now I can't say it. I have. I have crises. I have. Let's just say. Okay. I have crises every day. (laughs) (laughs) You like existential. You like uh, tried to use a word that you could use. Like you tried to sub in a word that you already can't say. Like she already has trouble with crises. (laughs) What other words can I use? I feel like I should have said like existential crises, but I was like crises every day. (laughs) I also have existential crises every day. Yes, you said it. Perfect. I guess that I, it's more so in terms of like where I'm heading with my career. Um, Just like having no idea what I'm doing or what I want anymore. I think that was the. It's like I'm just like circling around. Yeah, it's just like what's my purpose? (laughs) Um, No, I just watched a lot of TikTok. Like, that was how I coped. I was like, I'm just going to consume so much media so that I can just be like, whatever. Because I just felt like I was wasting my time anyway, which is really not a healthy mindset to have because, you know. I feel like you mentioned the, like, purpose in career. That's something that is, again, a really big theme to, like, this podcast, it seems like. The more we interview people, the mm. more common I realise it is. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. I have yeah. no idea what I'm doing with my life. Mm-hmm. So you've told me about this concept that you heard of called personal time zones. Can you tell us a bit about how this concept works and how it relates to you? Uh, so at the end of last year, I found out, well, two of my siblings that I'm closest with. I'm one of seven. Um, That's both, a big family. <laughs> yeah. Both were expecting children, um, which essentially has left me as the last sibling to not be in a relationship or have children or be married or engaged or anything. Where do you sit in that seven? I'm the second youngest. Okay, well, I feel like that's, like, so fair as well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just, like, I'm living such a different life to... um, my siblings and that sort of thing, it, it threw me into a bit of a, a crisis, um, especially because they're all kind of like, obviously, everyone's been affected by COVID in this country. Um, we've had it obviously pretty easy as well in terms of 
disruption to life hasn't been that intense. Um, but I feel like some people are just living their lives as they want to, whereas I feel like in my case, like, I can't necessarily do what I want to be doing. Um, and, yeah, they're just, you know, buying houses and they've got their, like, pets and, like, I, I don't want to be living in Australia anymore, so I'm not really putting down roots on purpose and I've been doing that for a long time. So, yeah, it was just... um frustrating obviously I'm like super happy for them and it's not anything that I want in my life at this stage anyway mm-hmm. but um yeah it was hard to I didn't necessarily like compare myself but I just thought oh my god just so frustrated and like upset because I want to do what I want to do but I can't because I'm like the borders are shut so yeah it was just um recognizing that everyone's on their own time zone I guess people have lulls and times where they're kind of stagnant um and other times where there's like immense you know progression in a short amount of time I think that's so interesting that you like compare yourself to your siblings like they're all like settling down and having kids and things like that I see my older sister who's like doing the same like married has a kid there's an eight-year gap though so like a big gap but I see that and I'm like oh my god I don't want anything like that yet and it's like terrifying whereas you're like I'm left out like what should I be doing and also it would be hard identifying what you want to do Mm. like that's a big thing to even identify what you want to do and then when you get to it not being able to do it Mm. do you feel that you don't feel left out though do you like you just feel like frustrated that you're on a different time zone I was like concerned initially like I had a bit of a cry about it that my mum's that my relationship with my mum would be different to all of my other siblings Mm. because now they've got kids and she can like relate to them on a level um but Mm. I spoke to her about it and she was like I don't think that's gonna happen but um you're very close with your mum as well aren't you too close yeah (laughs) (laughs) me too (laughs) one time we had like we spoke seven hours one day like two three-hour conversations and another one-hour conversation I don't know how that's possible but it happened I literally speak earlier in this episode about how I think my relationship with my mum is weirdly too close (laughs) I just tell her everything because I'm just like whatever she's gonna find out anyway because I'm such a bad liar like she'll (laughs) be able to tell I was like to JJ recently I was like do you think like my relationship with my mum's weird or like how do you feel about my relationship with my mum and he's like I came to terms with the fact that I would always be second to your mum a long time ago I was like I'm sorry but also you're not wrong (laughs) yeah I'm really close with my mum so I feel like we're all in the same boat Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with being close to your mum Just circling back to what you said before, do you think that personal time zones are more prevalent for people in their 20s? I'd like to think so. I guess it maybe it depends more like not what decade you're living in, but what life stage you are at. Like, for example, some people do have kids earlier, some have kids later. If some people are happy with where they are in work earlier in life, but then maybe not in later life or vice versa. I think like it's like when you're living the life you yeah, want to live. I think that like I mean, I'm not gonna hijack your question. Um but like I just to do. <laughs> yeah. Um but I think like maybe from what you've just described then, because in our twenties in particular it's a really big time for change and growth and lots of people are doing different things in different paths, it's maybe like a bit more obvious. But like I mean that does happen all yeah. through your life like everyone's always at doing different things like retiring early or working forever yeah. or things like that but 
just mainly maybe because it's like such a big time of growth and change it's more and obvious we put that pressure on ourselves to yeah. be establishing our life in our 20s i don't know i think a lot of people that i went to high school with um are buying houses and have like long-term relationships i do feel like at least in my kind of world in my sphere of relationships i think i'm quite lonely in that regard like i think if 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 i was in the setting that i kind of want to be which is more of a career focused work focused uh world i i think i'd be around more like-minded people whereas like i'm still around like a lot of high school friends or friends that i made uh in uni and through work and that sort of thing so i think like largely people are kind of doing similar things in a like around whatever age I am right now which is like 26 Mm. um I think from probably like 25 onwards is when you kind of see that like increase in people buying houses getting engaged having kids or buying pets or that sort of thing I think that's just kind of like a societal expectation yeah um Every man and their dog got mm-hmm. engaged at the end of last year in my news feed. So, yes, I feel you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not the men and the dogs getting engaged. <laughs> I mean, they could. Oh, can they? <laughs> yeah, I think it depends on context, like what what kind of people or environment you're surrounding yourself with. So I think, yeah, even geographically, like that could be a factor as well because there are some cities or places that people go and they're really just focused on career and work uh and that's what that kind of like place like lends itself to whereas maybe in brisbane it's more of like a family lifestyle and this is where people come to settle down yeah so i think that leads like well into our next question which is like in my experience in your 20s you can feel like you're working like a bit against the clock and time is running out so the older i get the quicker the years go like it just feels like or for ages time went really slowly and then all of a sudden it's like we're speeding through the years and that's terrifying so do you sometimes feel like if you don't get these plans done now like you'll run out of time and you won't be able to do them in the future because maybe you will then want that Brisbane lifestyle of like settling down and putting roots down and having a family yeah I think um yeah in your 20s for sure that's like a a really prevalent kind of worry I think especially well there are some things that have like actual like time limits to them I guess with women like biologically speaking you know having children (laughs) yeah (laughs) or even like the the visa that I want to go to London on like it you can't get it after 31. Mm, so that's like, the youth ah. mobility. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, there is definitely, like, this fear, I think, to kind of combat that. Um, it's important to talk to older people or, like, consume media um, of older people talking about, like, that it doesn't have to be a rush and, like, you know, it's it's always, in my head, it's a thing that I haven't been able to reconcile the thought of, like, life is a marathon not a sprint but then also at the same time you know especially now with COVID and death being a thing that's talked about semi-regularly in the media like you could die tomorrow like not to make that so bleak but it's like do you you know look at like the long game or do you try to like Mm. live every day like doing things as quickly as possible because who knows if you'll die tomorrow (laughs) 
Yeah. That's so bleak. I'm so sorry. No, I feel like it's true though. Yeah, like I mean, and it would be hard because, well, frustrating for you because you're not living the life you want, but yeah, you don't really have any control over that. Yeah, I'm just like, do I, I'm trying not to waste time, but also I'm like, I do. You're like, yeah. if I die tomorrow, I will be upset that I've not <laughs> yeah. been able to do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you feel like in some ways you are mourning the life that you thought you were going to have? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I came across like a comment on YouTube the other day and someone's just like, look at it as like an intermission. And mm. it's just like important to constantly remind myself that this will not last forever, that like change is the only constant and hopefully – you know, if it's something that I want enough, which I do, uh, it will happen. Just like patience. <laughs> yeah. Patience is hard, especially when there's like a lot of un- uncertainty. Like I think that's what I've struggled with a lot. Um, like I can be patient, but there's no like specific time that's been indicated as to when like, you know. It's going to be able to happen. Yeah, it's so open-ended. So it's hard to keep going. So if COVID had not occurred and you were able to go over, what was your plan? Like what were you going to, were you going to work doing a particular, in a particular industry or yeah, what were your plans? Yeah, we don't really have like a, a big industry, like art industry in this country. So there's not a lot of opportunities. Um, so my plan was, cause I, I still, you know, don't know exactly what I want to do. Um, but my rough plan was to move over there and just try a lot of different jobs within the industry to see like what I enjoyed, what I didn't enjoy, that sort of thing, but just have the freedom of there being a lot more opportunities for me to try basically. So I could, there's just so many niche jobs over there that it's like, so I think in Australia, because, you know, we don't have that huge industry, like it's massive in the UK in terms of like how much money it makes yeah um there's heaps more museums and like art galleries and stuff like that it contributes like a really big chunk to the the uk economy um it's quite surprising but because we don't have that here i think a lot of the jobs you kind of end up doing like all these different kind of things in the one role whereas over there there are so many niche positions so i'm interested in like art advising curation um like even artist liaison where you work with the with the artists um, and their development and that sort of thing. So, yeah, just trying a whole bunch see, of things. See what tickles your fancy when you got mm. over that. <laughs> yeah. So what are you currently studying? Oh, yeah, so I'm at ANU and I'm studying um, a grad graduate certificate of studies, which is basically like a short arts degree bridging course kind of thing so I can improve my GPA (laughs) Um, because I'd eventually like to do my master's in art history and curatorial studies. Okay so my understanding of it is that you can move over there now if you have like an exemption to go and work. Um, Can you speak to that a little bit? I've been able to move for a long time. Yeah. The thing is. (laughs) Do you want to? Well if you're leaving for more than three months they will like let you go I didn't know that for a long time and then I saw some YouTuber was like I moved to Italy and then everyone's like how so if you're planning to move somewhere not enter Australia again for three months you yeah will most likely be approved for the exemption to leave the thing is like I could have 
done that, but then my siblings got pregnant and I'm like, I want to be able to spend time with my... Witness the birthing. Yeah. <laughs> You'll <laughs> be in the room. Of life. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to be able to, to spend time with them and, um, you know, be a support. And if I move to the, the UK, then who knows when I can come back. And obviously it's very expensive and yeah, money quarantining. And and flights. Yeah, flights are so hard to come Ooh. by as well. Hotel yeah. quarantine too. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd like to say that I could hack it and do it. Like, just watch TikTok for Um, 14 days straight. I think you're good. (laughs) But I just think actually not having, like, fresh air would be the thing that would break. Yeah, set you over the edge. Yeah. And also, like, moving to London now, like, no one's in London. It's just, like, a ghost town apparently. And then, you know, I'm concerned about the job market and that kind of thing. Basically, the UK is still largely in lockdown. Um, I don't think my quality of life would be you know, great. It wouldn't be the same experience. (laughs) Yeah, it wouldn't be the same experience. Yeah. And, you know, there's obviously concerns about the job market and that sort of thing and how much harder that would be, you know, for someone who's just moving over there. Um, And obviously the advantages of being in the UK is your proximity to Europe. So Mm. (laughs) um, I would like to travel, um, obviously, like any other you know, mid-20s <laughs> Australian girl. Um, obviously, that's just not possible right now. So, yeah, it was frustrating because even though I actually do have the option of going over there, it's just probably not a great idea. And I think as well, like, the visa you're talking about that you'd be on, like, once the two years starts, you can't delay that or put it off. So if you spend the first half of or the whole time in lockdown and you're not getting those experiences that you want to, you can't get this visa again. So you could just feel like you've wasted all that time, effort and money. Yeah, definitely. I'd like to also, like, stay past the two years and I I think it would be good for me to go once the lockdown is, you know, largely over so that I can... So that you can meet a husband and then get married. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Give you more opportunities. I saw you were were going with that. You know me too well. (laughs) I mean, also, like, find a job that you like and then hopefully they could sponsor you or something. Like, it gives you more options, I guess. Yeah, I think, like, waiting as well until the lockdown is over um, and then being able to, I guess, see the fallout the the economic fallout of the lockdown and see how badly the industry has been affected because uh you know most museums and galleries are closed and um yeah yeah. like I mean Australia's art industry has (laughs) taken a hit yeah um so I'm, I'm not sure how it's operating in the UK but yeah, yeah, it's interesting as well. Like Lucy on um, last week's episode mentioned that by end of June, like most adults in the UK will have been offered the vaccine or will have, have the va- herd immunity. Yeah, so they'll have herd immunity. So it'll be interesting to see what happens at the end of June and whether or not the mm. UK just like suddenly like opens up again and you could like reevaluate then. Well, but June 21, pubs are reopening apparently if all goes well that's when their pubs are opening so yeah it's gonna be stay tuned (laughs) but I think like a lot of people I have a friend who lives over there and she was like yeah I I booked flights to Greece in July and I was like damn that's so optimistic but she thinks it'll be fine and I guess like a lot of the population has been vaccinated so yeah yeah it was it's kind of strange that yeah they could go to Greece or Spain or whatever I mean I, I personally wouldn't have done that um especially like maybe Spain and Italy probably 
probably not. Bit risky. <laughs> a bit risky. Bit risky. But um, yeah, it's weird. It's different. Obviously, we've had not a very strict lockdown in Australia. You know, obviously barring Victoria, but we have been confined to our state for a majority of the year. Yeah, we're sick of each Queensland, other. Queensland, be free. Beautiful, but you know. <laughs> It can get boring. All this sunshine and blue skies, I'm over it. Such a tough <laughs> life we live. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there would be so many people feeling like their life has been thrown um, out a little or maybe a lot um, as a result of COVID. How have you personally been coping with this? <laughs> TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, TikTok. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just guess taking every day as it comes, especially at the start of um I guess COVID around like March April May I was just feeling like different emotions every single day just like one day I'd be like I'm so angry um and then I'd be really upset and then other days I'd be like oh this is so fine we're super lucky so yeah just trying to find like a sense of normalcy and um doing things in the interim that will assist you once life gets back to normal so, so like I guess going back to study and yeah I mean I, I've known that I need to get my master's or I want to get my master's um and I kind of considered doing it in Europe but then I thought hex debts yeah <laughs> and I could just put it on hex in <laughs> Australia and it, and it would probably be easier to do it here so I just thought okay well once again no date on when I'll be able to move so why not just um, In the meantime, go back to uni? Yeah. yeah. Plan B. So you mentioned plan B a little bit there. Can you talk us through about like what your plans are while you're on this hold or on this intermission that you coined it? Um, like what you're doing? You said you went back to study and like bettering yourself other than TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess at the start I was really lost and then I thought, okay, there, there was a point where I thought – you have to figure something else out because you're really just kind of wasting time. And I, I don't like feeling like I'm wasting time, even though obviously I love TikTok. Um, but <laughs> TikTok is not a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I thought, OK, well, maybe I can move somewhere else within Australia. Um, maybe I can study. Um, oh, yeah. Weren't you potentially going to move to like Sydney or Melbourne or something? Yeah, I was thinking about Sydney or Canberra. Yeah. Um, Okay, you're smiling. Is that no longer the... <laughs> I don't know. I've gone... It's just like it feels like my plans are changing like every day. I mean, I'm studying at ANU, which is in Canberra, uh-huh. and I can study that remotely at the moment. Um, but if I get into the master's program, I will move down there. Um, but now, because the UK have like a roadmap of getting out of COVID that was a lot sooner than I thought, now my head's like, oh, just stay in Brisbane get a job and save up to move over yeah um and yeah so I'm, I'm not sure it's either like go do my master's and move down to Canberra or just stay and just hold out a little bit longer because ultimately like London is more so what the I want to do I think it is so hard when yeah like you said things are changing all mm. the time yeah. like there was one point where like every single day something new was changing it's like okay I made my plans based on yesterday's restrictions yeah. now you're changing that on me again what do I do now yeah I think it's really important to practice like self-compassion at least for me um because so much is out of my control um and then I think really at the end of the day all that you can control is your mindset uh so I've tried to be 
strict on myself, I would say. Um, obviously, everyone in quarantine and lockdown was like, let's get drunk all the time. <laughs> Whereas I was kind of like, wanted to not do that because, you know, things already feel like a bit grim. So I didn't really want to add alcohol into that mix. Hangovers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hangovers <laughs> in your 20s, <laughs> mid-20s. Ah, three days long. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just thought, okay, we'll just you know, be nice to yourself, especially now when, you know, there's, you're not getting to live the life that you want. Just like try and be as nice to yourself as possible and practice mindfulness and, you know, restrict how much drinking you're doing and try to like, you know, exercise sort of thing. So just being, yeah, not engaging in self-destructive behaviors just because like, let's not add on, like, I don't want to compound yeah the pain (laughs) things that are out of my control I'm not gonna like with the things that are in my control I'm not going to like you know make things worse if I can control you know meditating every day god I just like wish I could I don't (laughs) it's like wow (laughs) aiming to do that um but yeah just you know controlling the things you can Yeah. yeah not adding on to a kind of shitty situation already All right, so last question. What is one piece of advice you'd give someone in their 20s whose plans have changed or been downright thrown out the door because of COVID? I just think try and practice patience and know that, you know, things will change in the future. Um, And just in the interim, just try to be kind and think about the big picture and think about what things you could do in the interim that will help you get to where you want to be for me for example you know doing further study will hopefully help my job prospects when I can finally move so it's not wasted time yeah but then also being kind that you are you know maybe going to waste time and that's completely out of your control I just think yeah being kind to yourself and thinking about the bigger picture and like rethinking things I feel like you're a bigger person than I am. I'm so my like such a control freak. Like I hate not having oh control. God, that would drive me freak. nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just been so long of like not having not control that I'm like, yeah. oh, I've just got to let like, it go. I've yeah. just got to. Yeah. Succeed. You not wait. Are you naturally a control freak. Oh my god, big yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. god. Oh, it's like sometimes so debilitating. Like it's not healthy. <laughs> it actually is. Like maybe we should talk about this as a, um, like a topic. As like, how do you stop being a control freak? We don't know. Tell us. <laughs> I also want to throw a last little surprise question to you. Thanks, do you have an adulting one hundred and one recommendation for our buds? I'm like I'm actively not an adult so like I'm that annoying person who's like if anyone has any issues I'm like have you tried meditating (laughs) (laughs) um I use the Headspace app I mean I think it's like such a great tool for someone who is like I'm just so neurotic I'm such an overthinker and the first time that I meditated I was like oh my god my brain is quiet it was so like I mean it's not necessarily quiet it's just like not as busy and that was like game changing for me like truly having like a mindfulness aspect to my life just like Mm. super important and it just helps you process things in a less reactive way oh and also another one (laughs) is um the power of now by Eckhart Tolle great book 
work on your ego everyone okay (laughs) well thank you so much for joining us today thanks for having me on here yeah i really enjoyed this chat and i like as particularly enjoyed like that personal time zones idea like i feel like it's something that i need to remember more in my life yeah me too yeah and i feel like you have like a really mature way of looking at all of this because i don't know if i would be as mature (laughs) (laughs) i like to counteract that with like really stupid humor from tiktok but yeah And finally, let's talk Adulting 101, our weekly resource or recommendation that we've found helpful in navigating our 20s. Tessa, what have you got for me? So I have, I mean, we've talked about TikTok so much already in this episode. So random that Relevant. I brought, I know, random that I brought a TikToker to the table. Who would have thought that I'd recommend a TikToker in this segment? <laughs> um, but her name is Katie Florence and she's known for the council. Yes, I have I have seen these videos. They're so funny. I know, I love her. So while on the outside it may just seem like a comedic skit, I feel like it's just like so much more than that and really like dives into like the inner workings of the female brain. And so I really relate to a lot of yeah, like these. Like how like, we're all thinking about certain things. Exactly. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've like done that. And it makes you like not feel so alone, I guess. Um, but like, yeah, as I mentioned, she does these skits called The Council, where she acts out different scenarios women face from like an inside perspective. It's hard to explain. So like I would definitely recommend just going and watching a few of them or all of them. I would just <laughs> binge the whole lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to attempt to explain it. So the council is like different parts of like her female brain, I guess. So it's kind of like, what's that movie where it's like that kid's movie with all the emotions? Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, the little cartoon oh, with all the emotions. Inside Out. Inside Out, yes, yes. So it's kind. Of, I feel like it's kind of like that, right? So yeah, her, she like has plays different parts of her brain. So like logic and brain and heart and confidence and lady parts and anxiety (laughs) and flow and like a bunch of other characters. And they discuss different scenarios like what to reply to when a guy texts you hi or like post-sex scenarios like if the guy falls asleep straight away or like reacting to another person you went to high school with getting engaged or like how like the thought process and how to like slide into someone's dms um i feel like i'm butchering it a bit like i'm not explaining it as funny as it actually is but i would recommend you go and watch them all all like very relevant kind of topics of things that you would have gone through at some point yeah or are going through currently like i love when it was like yeah that one i mentioned about what's your reply to when a guy texts you hi and it's like just say hi back and it's like you can't say the same thing that he said (laughs) so you say like hey and then like do you say hey with two y's or do you say hey (laughs) anyway i loved it because that's something I would do like massively overthink like a response like yeah how are they going to interpret it (laughs) uh yeah I definitely back that recommendation they are so funny so funny okay what do you have for me well okay this week I am recommending period undies so if you're not across period undies they're basically you wear them and they're instead of using sanitary items um they absorb absorption wicking or they think that's moisture the wicking moisture wicking pretty much all my friends are using period undies now um and so if you aren't you should definitely join us on the bandwagon you don't need to be scared i know you're probably thinking like leaks oh my god will you know leak onto your pants but I have never that's right never had any leakage and I wear them all day at work and then all night and I can sleep freely in whatever position I want like tummy backside I think that's all the positions anyway (laughs) spooning (laughs) yep tick 
I have tried a few different brands. Um, so Modi Body has been around since 2013 and I think led the way in the period undie movement in Australia. Yeah, because they're an Australian brand, aren't they? Yeah, but I mean, so is Bonds. They're the other ones that I was going to say I've tried. Um, they released their line, I believe, last year and that's called the Bloody Comfy Undies. Yeah, I love pun. that. <laughs> um, yeah, I love both designs. I feel like I wear the Modi Body ones maybe more to bed because they're like a more traditional cut. So what do you mean by traditional? Like a, a full brief. <laughs> like a granny panty? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I would like to say that I work the granny panty. <laughs> they're super comfy. Yeah. Um, but it's mainly about the undie lines. So I just find like if I wear them under my work pants or whatever, they kind of show the undie line more because they're a full brief. But the Bonds ones, I wear to work because they're just a little bit more like subtle and, you know, don't show us undie lines. But yeah, I love that both brands are Australian and they're doing their part to operate sustainably. I will note that the only time the period undies are a little bit inconvenient is if you're traveling. So like because, you know, if you're staying with people and you need to basically wash them when you take them off, because if they sit with the rest of your dirty clothes, well, they'll get stinky. Um, so if you're like in a location where you can't give them a quick soap up and rinse and leave them to dry, yep. then they're maybe not the best. Um, but if you are in a location where you can do that, then you're all sweet. But yeah, I think I've been using these for about two years now and they're great. Like I don't need to keep a stock of sanitary items at the ready. Definitely recommend you to join me and give them a try. I will leave links to both those brands I mentioned in our episode notes. Thank you for listening to another In Bloom episode of Blooming. If you're enjoying our little podcast baby and in particular our In Bloom chats, you can let us know by hitting the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify. And if you really love us, please leave us a rating and review. We're so grateful for the feedback and it helps us to keep building our Blooming community. Please come find us on Instagram at blooming.podcast and remember to DM us. We would love to hear your thoughts on this episode, what topics you'd like us to talk about in the future, or if you know someone with an amazing story from their 20s or someone in their 20s doing amazing things, please send them our way. Chat next week, buds. Bye. So, oh, hello. <laughs> Husky gal. Husky gal. Sorry. <laughs> you can gulp. We're not going to like... Actually, I might gulp too. You know what? Why not? Let's all gulp. Ugh. What a gross word. <laughs>